Paddle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. Okay, okay. thank you. <laughs> Revelation 21 and 22, that's no, where we are. No, 21 and 22, yes, that's right. <laughs> 21 that and is 22. Right. Uh, we've had some technical difficulties. If we they see know that. if we have any more, been if you've been trying, other people who are not talking and not listening yes. and just coming in and wondering why we keep starting and stopping. We're going to start back at the beginning. Laura's going to lead in with, will things ever be the same? We just made the comment right before the, the camera <laughs> turned on. We were talking about all the things that have changed in the last few years, people we've lost, things that are different in our lives, and how it feels like nothing is the same. And she, her comment was, do you think anything will ever be the same again? And on one hand, I said, I, I don't feel like anything will ever be the same again. And on the other hand, I feel like... From reading the Bible and from studying Revelation, I know that that feeling is the same as it's always been since the mm -hmm. beginning of time. And that kind of like God shakes you loose from the things you think you know and the things that you count on other than Him mm -hmm. and the things that get to be like your habit and your ritual. Things happen that say, okay, you can't hang on to that anymore. You have to let go of that and you have to hold on to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is something that is interesting because... Like I, I mentioned to you that I was riding around with Emma today and we were talking about my dad and how much we both miss my dad and getting a little teary with that. And I said that um, it's I miss my dad, but I also miss the part of me that went with him mm -hmm. because I don't know who I am mm -hmm. anymore. I mean, but that doesn't mean I'm lost or that doesn't mean I've turned my back on the Lord. That just means that for a while you lose your footing and you think like all the things I knew that I was that you're not we're now. connected mm -hmm. to my dad and and mm -hmm. that relationship i didn't even realize how connected and i just feel a little lost mm -hmm. and i right? commented and what you maybe did or didn't hear was i commented that i've seen a lot of ladies over the last year who's lost their husbands and are in the same boat that i'm at you know they were preacher's wives and they're pastor's wives and they're there's certain things that you just know you're going to have to do and now you don't have to do that anymore. So that change we decided was, <clears throat> I think the phrase you used was seismic. It it's feels not seismic. A, it's not a little change. <laughs> the ground shifted. Everything that yeah. you are is now, what are you? Which I of. think is interesting. It's like how many times as we've read through the book of Revelations, has God, the revelation, mm -hmm. has God sent an earthquake mm -hmm. as the sign of something? Mm -hmm. Like he sent an earthquake to say, Pay attention. Mm -hmm. Like the literal earth moving under their feet saying, this is not eternal. This Pay attention. Mm -hmm. And then the next message come or the next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stay with me, mama. So um, <laughs> uh, the reason I brought this up, the reason I want to talk about this is this. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, yes. French memory. Okay, don't talk about that. The reason that that, happened, that happens to be important to this lesson is I we're getting to the end of the book. I went back to the beginning of the book. Mm -hmm. That's always and if a good you guys thing. remember who've been with us from the beginning, in the beginning this starts out as a letter <laughs> that God is giving John to write to the seven churches that are in Asia Minor, modern-day yes. Turkey, that area. Mm -hmm. And he, he tells them all. He, he examines them. He tells them what they're doing well, what they're 
what they need to improve, what yep. they need to worry about. Yep. 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 And then he makes them a promise that if they listen to him and they overcome, here's what, what he'll what he give did. him. Mm-hmm. So what I think is neat is, and if we just go back and talk about him just mm-hmm. a little bit. Sure, let's go back. They follow all the things that happen in the rest of the book. They follow mm-hmm. what we see in the beast and the false prophet and, mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. Babylon's fall and all these things. They follow the same pattern. What he tells them literally is fulfilled in the future. So think, John is writing to people less than 100 years after Jesus walked the earth, was born in Bethlehem. He's writing to all these people, 80, 86, and something mm-hmm. like that 86, when Revelation. Yep. So he, he's, it, it is true for them and pertinent for them and relevant to their lives at that moment. It's been relevant for 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. Whether we sit on the edge of its fulfillment literally and what will happen in the book of Revelation, or we've got a couple hundred years to go, it's relevant to us right this minute. Mm-hmm. The pattern is the same. <clears throat> the sin is the same. The reward is the same. It's the Word funny. of God is the same. It's funny because my mom and I had this conversation. This is what we said. She said, do you think that Ecclesiastes is right? What do you think Solomon meant when he said, there's nothing new under the sun, right? Satan's lies are the same lies. We've and, talked about this on here. They're, they're not unique. Mm-hmm. They just are effective. And they're not complicated. Right? They're just very simple lies. God's truth has not changed. It's what you it, and Kate and were it talking is still about. the truth. It's what you and Kate were talking about, too, when you say that science now says... Oh yeah, archaeology. Every time they un, they uncover something, they'll say, "Oh my goodness, this is exactly what the Bible, what the Bible said. said there was." But this we, actually was true. We thought it was a myth, but we're not going to believe the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But every time, mm-hmm. right? Because Solomon's copper mines, the cedars of Lebanon. Those were just examples that you guys were just talking about. Just speaking. Of, and yeah. is there anything new under the sun? I, I don't. I think that the form things take, mm-hmm. the way it looks. Are, is different. When we but I think something. fundamentally, there's nothing new. There's nothing new. The patterns of man are the patterns of man. The patterns of God are the patterns of God. The patterns of Satan are the patterns of Satan. And all things that was created and, was and what created God's word says will happen happens mm-hmm. regularly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just happen in the book of Revelation. It happens today in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that when we may be unique to the way we've studied this. Mm-hmm that I think that God put on our heart and has made this good for me as a Bible study is that I not only am looking, will be aware, I don't know exactly how it all is going to work out, but if I see these events that are in this book, Mm -hmm. I'll recognize them Mm -hmm. because God's given me the pattern. Mm -hmm. But I also recognize the pattern that's happening all around me right now. In your life today. In my life today. today. It's as relevant as opening a newspaper or it's Mm -hmm. as relevant as listening to the news. More so, really, because I get information I can actually use and not just fear Mm -hmm. and panic. Yeah, because it says in here, fear the people that are fearful. Right. They don't go in, right? Right, because the the reason I'm not afraid is I believe in the sovereignty of God. I believe Mm -hmm. that His Word is true. Mm -hmm. But I can recognize things I didn't recognize before. Yes. I agree. Right? And I think that's what the whole book is about, I do about, too. Right? And, and one thing, there were a few and, notes I just wanted to go over with the people that listen. Maybe things that I thought, well, maybe we should clarify just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And the first one, I know this is a lot of review, and I'm sorry before we get no, to 21, I 22. Okay. But I wanted to talk about, you'll hear people use these two words interchangeably, but they're not the same thing. You'll hear people use the rapture of the church and the second coming of Christ the as same the same thing. thing, and those are not the same thing. So mm-hmm. just to, to give you an idea, like the timeline of the book of Revelation, if we, as we've studied it, if you want to know about the rapture of the church, 
look in Thessalonians and first look all, in first Corinthians and you get a bigger detail and you get a glimpse of it and just for in this, the book of Revelation. And just for those who might be new to this the word rapture isn't in there it is not so what it's, it's in the Bible it said caught away caught up Mm-hmm. caught away rapture is an english word mm-hmm. right but right. the literal translation is caught away and that is something that happens toward the beginning of this whole period we've been discussing mm-hmm. when before god pours out his wrath i know like earth, enoch right enoch walked with god and he was not god called him away. that god, god took him changes mm-hmm. his own his followers his his children mm-hmm. and they're caught up with him, mm-hmm. and they don't right, and suffer, taken they don't out of the, the judgment, wrath, right? They don't go through. The and wrath. the pattern from that, you said, Enoch. Enoch's an Old Testament character who did not see death. God just took him. Took him the Bible says, is the literal words. Elijah didn't see death. God took him. But Enoch t- was taken right before the flood. Right. So that's why that's important. that's true. But also another pattern of that, in is a physical Elijah? sense, mm-hmm. is Elijah. Another pattern of that is the fact that God did not allow who we call the Hebrew children, the young nation of Israel, to undergo all the plagues that hit it, hit mm-hmm. Egypt. Correct. He protected them in the land of Goshen. He, Correct. He, the, the first few plagues they saw, yes. the trouble they saw start, but they then did. he protected them right. from the worst of that. And he said, and, from and here he on said, out, it's not going to be right. the same. I'm not pouring my wrath out on you. Mm-hmm. I'm pouring my wrath out on yeah. Egypt. Mm-hmm. So there's a pattern for this all through Scripture is what I'm trying to say. So the rapture of the church is a beginning of this tribulation period mm-hmm. event mm-hmm. Prior right, to, right the second coming of christ is that event that we've just studied about in the last couple chapters when those armies meet in armageddon and he shows up and the battle is won with those hosts of heaven which are all the people in heaven with, with him and all the people fight, who right? were raptured right? right with very little fight right really what's it but what that is the second coming and and it tells us that then he will stay here and rule mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I know there's a lot. This like drinking no, from water hose, no, but no, I just no, want to review where we are. No, that's true. There's a remember. thousand year period of rule mm-hmm. where he will rule with a rod of iron. The Bible says, mm-hmm. it, which means absolute authority and power, and he'll give power to those that are are with him. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that period, the enemies have been destroyed at the beginning. But apparently, during that time of mm-hmm. rule, there are people born who will rebel at the end of that thousand-year period. Which always amazes me, but yes. And then there will be a final judgment of every soul and that was whose last, name has not, not been, been found in the Lamb's Book of Life. See, that first, this first judgment and the second judgment, we said last week, mm-hmm. are a thousand years apart. The first judgment is just your name's in the Lamb's Book of Life. Mm-hmm right mm-hmm. you, you, that's all that's what you needed the second judgment is a, a opening of the books of their lives and he they will literally stand before god and he'll say and nobody who who has not got their name in the lamb's book of life will make it into heaven on their works mm-hmm. the bible says there's a there's a judgment and the false prophet and the beast and all those that followed them and and all those through the ages who've rejected God mm-hmm. will find their place in the lake of fire. There's mm-hmm. a judgment this of that. This is the second death. And then we start reading about our last two chapters, which are a new heaven mm-hmm. and a new earth. And ultimately, I think, if we want to talk about that, it's like all of history and all of time and all of creation was designed to bring us to these next two chapters. Mm-hmm, I agree. This is the plan of God from the beginning. From the beginning. To be in fellowship with so, His creation, mm-hmm. to be with them and among them, to bless them and keep them. This is where it's at, right? And how much wiser and are all, we here for having had the fall? Well, right. this is better 
than an ignorant creation. Correct. This is I a redeemed church. Understand. You you saw both sides. And when you I say it. church, I mean he has put the Old Testament saints mm -hmm. and the New Testament saints and the tribulation saints all, all in one family. Mm -hmm. All, in all under one canopy, yep. safe forever. They, they are living with him physically and fully. He says to one church that I'm going to go over in just a minute, but he says, you can sit on my throne with me. Mm -hmm. In other words, that's how close mm -hmm. the relationship is and in this new heaven and new earth. Right. So, and that's so, the things I want to talk about. So clear back in the beginning of the book, he wrote to the seven churches, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He And just really quickly, he told the church of Ephesus. Don't go quickly. Take your time. It's okay. He told the truth of Ephesus, the church of Ephesus that he was proud of them mm -hmm. because they had learned how to tell the truth from a lie. Mm -hmm. Like they had people that were coming into their church mm -hmm. who, were who were trying to put them back under the law, who were trying to deceive them on some certain matters. They had people that, that, that were just speaking lies here, in order to gain power. And here it is. Thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and hast right. found them liars. And he also t says, you did real good with the Nicolaitans. And mm -hmm. if you'll remember, if you watched Which in the I beginning he said the Nicolaitans were people who wanted to put certain people in a higher estate or more saved or more authority or more holy than the rest they means. wanted to lift them up to a hierarchical system he said I hate it I, I don't I want that I, and that's in red letters. you are brothers and sisters right you are serving one another and Christ is the head of the church not, not people. people so he said I'm glad that you guys could tell the truth from a lie he told him but I got a problem mm -hmm. you know you guys have left your first love and he tells mm -hmm. him you know there's a difference between duty and love right mm -hmm. there's a difference in you think you're doing what is right but you're not really in love with me you, you, your relationship with me is not right. He said, return to your first love. So he says self-righteousness mm -hmm. versus righteousness. And then what did we read in the beast? The beast's first order of business is to set up a false religion mm -hmm. and say to them, you can be self-righteous. You can be fulfilled by right? yourself, yes. I'm going to sit on the throne. Mm -hmm. Right where God should sit, See? because human beings are little gods on earth, and we are gonna we are gonna be self righteous, not follow God. So look what he's telling them. AD eighty six. Mm -hmm. What I need to know right now, and what they find out in the end, is the same message. Mm -hmm. It's not about your self righteousness. It's about the righteousness of God, mm -hmm. right? right? And being able to tell the truth from a lie. Would you agree with that? I would absolutely agree. With and that. then he tells them. He said, if you if you overcome this, if you get through this and do what I tell you, mm -hmm. you're going to eat of the tree of life. And guess what we read about in chapter 21? They eat from the tree of life. They eat from the tree of life. <laughs> and it's for the healing. And of it's the those guys. They've been long gone. Mm -hmm. Two thousand years past. Their death, right? Mm -hmm. They've been long gone, but they're going to eat of the same tree I'm going to eat of. Mm -hmm. And that if there are future saints and future generations, they're, they're going, going to eat the of. the same thing. Right? Yep. We're all going to be a partaker in that truth. So does anything ever change? change? No. Not really. Not no. really. Not when you look at it from that perspective. Not really. No. Because God has an eternal point of view. We have a very temporal one and we a very do. weak one. We only see what's going on right and in front he's, of us right and, now. And sometimes I think that's the strength of the scripture. And I think that's the strength of the church. Mm -hmm. I agree with I you. I feel like I'm rushing. I don't no, want to. Don't but rush. We have a class on Sunday morning. I invite anybody that doesn't have one. Come. If you don't go to church, come to our class. We love it. But we have a class that where we sit there. Most of the time, what we find out is someone shares something that's breaking their heart. Mm -hmm. And then 23 other people around the table say, you know what? I've been in the same situation. Mm -hmm. And this is how I And am. then they have this eternal perspective. 
Mm-hmm. And here's what God has shown me through that, says the older person at the table. And the younger person says, how do I handle this? And, and what we do is realize that God has been doing the same thing for everybody. for since All through time, time, since the beginning of time. That biblical perspective of don't fall apart. Mm-hmm. I've seen this before. I've seen this before. This right? isn't new. This isn't Older new Christians, thing. that's your job. You say to the younger Christians, I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Here's how God is faithful. Here's mm-hmm. what God will do. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's what the Bible tells you So constantly. is there anything new under <clears> the sun? No. no. Solomon's right. Nothing new. And I don't even know if you want to do every but one of these. But you know what? Yes, but, I think you should. Okay. I think you should do every one. And I'm sorry if it takes us longer. Maybe we won't get 21 and 22 done, but it doesn't matter. I think this is a good way to recap it all because this is true. That's true. We think they're, we're, we're just the only ones that's ever done this. And like I said, I I've can name probably 10, 15 other ladies that are in the same boat I'm Exactly in. where you are. And and I never, th- and just uh, this week in mm-hmm. my Bible study thought, you know what? Somehow we should all get together and kind of talk about and these And somehow things. it's all together here. It's already here. The answer's right. here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And It's not a cold, dead book. I, it's a current book. And I think what's nice about the way our class works is when we start to talk about it, it reminds someone mm-hmm. else at the table, you know oh, what? Yeah. I did that one time. This mm-hmm. might not be exactly the same thing, but it helps to build. But God's still God. And it builds that right. faith, and it builds that, okay, this mm-hmm. is real. This is what's real. Yes, I totally agree. So, so then the next the next church you talked to was Smyrna. It's basically the argument here is they are poor. Mm-hmm. They are in peril. Why are they poor and in peril? Not because they just haven't worked hard, but because they're being persecuted for believing in Christ. Mm-hmm. And he asked them, you know, to consider the difference between spiritual wealth mm-hmm. and physical wealth. He mm-hmm. says, but I say you're rich. Mm-hmm. That's what Christ says to this church. You think you're poor, but I, know, I say you're rich. And in verse 9, right? Just so you know, we're in chapter 2 refreshing. It says, verse 9, I know thy works, it's Smyrna, and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. Thou art rich. And he tells them, he, he talks to them about the fact that they're being arrested and thrown into jail and going before judges. He said, you are being persecuted for your faith. You're in bondage, some of you, because of, because of me, because of my name. Mm-hmm. And he asked them to consider what is freedom. Is freedom being able to do whatever you want, or is freedom having your sins forgiven and knowing no matter what this world throws at you, you are okay Mm -hmm. in Christ, and He's got you eternally protected, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, He Mm -hmm. says, what's bondage? What's freedom? Mm -hmm. What is that? Mm -hmm. And then I want you to think about the fact that the beast will twist that to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be whatever you want to be. You don't have to commit yourself to Christ to get to heaven. All religions are equal. All mm-hmm. these will be tolerated. All these things. And he'll say, that's freedom, right? We don't have to that's be. What the beast says, yes. the, the beast says, right? Mm-hmm. All these nations come together. No more war because we're all, we can be whatever we want to be. All these religions come together. We'll just make one religion that works for everybody where you could reach your higher self, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you can worship me and you can be committed to me. We'll tolerate everything. That's true freedom. Christ says you only have true freedom in and a relationship him. with him mm-hmm. and with him. He's, he asked them, he says, do you realize that you are free mm-hmm. and you are rich and you are blessed beyond all measure in that situation where physically it's me. you're poor and bound, mm-hmm. right? That's what it says, yes. So what do they get? Uh, Their reward uh, is a crown of life. Yeah, crown of life. Guess what you see them wearing in chapter 21 and 22? Crown of life. They're wearing a crown of life. Gave it to them. He'll give it to me. 
He'll give it to them in the end. And we'll give it back to him. And we'll throw it at his feet with the 24 elders and say, all all glory and honor belongs to you. We'll give it back to him. Right? And I can't wait to get to do that. Pergamos. Remember, we t- if you were here, you remember we talked about it's called Satan's Seat because there's a huge, I mean huge, statue of Zeus in that city where literal human sacrifices were placed in his hands and burned alive. One of them was Polycarp, mm-hmm. who was the saint mentioned in the Bible, who was burned alive for mm-hmm. his faith. And it's talking about the fact that this is a place of idol worship and false doctrine versus true doctrine. What is the doctrine of Christ? And just last chapter, we learned about the prophecy, the testimony of Christ, right? The Mm -hmm. gospel, the pure gospel, Mm -hmm. that'll be the same, was was the the same same with John, is the same same with me, and will be the same throughout all eternity. Mm -hmm. That Jesus Christ came in the flesh, died for our sin, rose again for our justification, and invites us to be part of him. So we're accepted before the Father. I know I'm doing a lot of talking. No, I no, need no, to no, no, talk. no, that's okay. But, but, but what, what they get? They get it. it says, what do they I get? Will give to eat of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone and a stone, a new name written that no man knoweth, saying, He that receiveth it. Well, so well, he warns them about being like Balaam. Mm-hmm. The, Balaam, Trying if you don't remember, Balaam knew God. Mm-hmm. He was a prophet of God. He was but Balaam to- compromised mm-hmm. for money, for mm-hmm. for reward, for mm-hmm. safety from his. Situation. People that would mm-hmm. persecute him if he didn't do what he was supposed to do. Guess what the beast does, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's going to promote this worship of an idol himself. Mm-hmm. He's going to say, if you don't take my mark, right? Mm-hmm. And, and some people that would say they were religious people or believed in God, they probably don't really. Yeah, but they will say that they'll do that. Fear, will compromise, they will compromise. And, and do that. And he says... Don't do that. You've got to consider the difference between the doctrine of Balaam, of compromise and meeting my own needs first, Mm -hmm. versus Versus. the doctrine of Christ, the testimony of Jesus Christ. The gospel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is what that is, right? Mm -hmm. And and that is like that whole, are you going to have Christ seal you in the forehead and say, you're my own? And be saved, or are you going to take that mark of the beast? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So, again, the pattern. Inside the pattern. All yeah. the way through. And you got Thyatira. Thyatira says God works. Mm-hmm. No, excuse me. God does work. But the, he commends them for their good works and their charity and the good things that they do. But, but he warns them about false doctrine. A woman Jezebel calls herself a prophet Jezebel to teach who, and seduce my servants. And what did we see? We said Jezebel, that whole philosophy of false religion mm-hmm. and looking very religious and very pious, but at the same time being straight from Satan and straight out of hell itself. And have a, that doctrine having corrupts a the cup truth. of filthiness in her hands. We saw right. that woman. We saw that fake church. We that saw false that. church destroyed. Babylon, spiritual Babylon destroyed, and then physical Babylon destroyed. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It's the same as from the beginning. And I gave her space to repent, and she repented not. He says, you know what? If you overcome, I'll give you the power to rule nations. Mm -hmm. And will I give power over the nations? And I'll give you the morning star. Who is talked about in 2122? Our morning star is Jesus Christ himself. He'll be yours for Mm -hmm. eternity. Mm -hmm. Fellowship with him for eternity. Mm -hmm. I know it's a lot. No, I like that. No, I like that. Sardis. Sardis, he said, you look like you're alive, but you're dead. He said, you are spiritually dead people. And what I want you to be is born again people. 
Mm-hmm. What I want you to be is eternally alive people. He, and he said, listen, if you, if you remain dead, your name's going to be blotted out of the book. What did we just learn? If you don't have your name in the book. You're, you're not making it. Mm-mm. I need my name in the book, mm-hmm. right? I and I can't book. allow myself to become spiritually dead. I, and and no what do what. I mean? that? I don't save myself. I don't justify myself. I don't cleanse myself. Christ does that, but I have to surrender to him. Mm-hmm. I have and to I be have following to stay surrendered, him. Right? right? I, have to, I don't want to He does all of that, that work, mm-hmm. but I can't turn my back and walk away Mm-mm. i can't become spiritually dead mm-hmm. and apathetic you gotta make it right that word is important he overcame and it says i will conf- it says i will not blot out his name of the book out of the book of life but i will confess his name before my father and before his angels that's what they get that's a pretty good deal right the there. defense of jesus christ i want that in judgment mm-hmm. you stand in judgment before god who do you want to speak you or christ himself he said i'll speak up mm-hmm. to my father your name you ashamed i will of me? tell him i'll your be name. ashamed of you right and i think about when i think about spiritually dead i think about how many times in the book of revelations that god sent warning after warning after warning and they hardened their heart mm-hmm. and it would say and they did not repent and, and as, they still did not repent. Talk, and as we talked about it as we were going through those lessons, the fact that they could see these things and hear these judgments and see what was going on and still, still say, nope, harden their heart. Don't believe it's God. That's spiritual deadness. Mm-hmm. That's right? very deadness. That, that, mm-hmm. is, that is the fulfillment of that, the mm-hmm. ultimate of that. Mm-hmm is that you don't turn from your ways. You don't change. And Philadelphia, the Phil- church of Philadelphia. It's a, I think it's like surrender. This is what I wrote to put in my words. It, the Bible says that in our weakness, he, he is shown to be in his, his strength, strength, right? Mm-hmm. In his strength. And he says to them, you have but a little strength. But, he's, but he said to them, like, I will take that little strength and I'll make you Do overcome the world. Mm-hmm. That's what he tells the church mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. He said, you just, you just have a little bit, mm-hmm. but give it to me. Him that overcometh. And, and I will let you world. overcome. Versus the, the temptation that will be in the last days and that is now to do what is expedient, what is easy, what goes with the flow, what makes life smooth. And if you're not careful, that's, to, are you talking <clears throat> today? It's not just at the end of the time, it's I'm now. At, that's my point. I'm not just talking the end of time. Mm-mm. I'm talking has always been, mm-hmm. is now, and will be. We have but to the temptation as a we Christian to human that. being to say, I don't want to make any waves about that. I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to look at me different. I just, I, I want my life to be easy. I, I don't want to have to to make a difference between myself and the way the world's conducting itself. I'll just go along with it and fit in with it. I don't want to stand out. You know, it's amazing how God prepares us for these lessons. But again, yeah, the conversations I've had with my kids today, mm-hmm. and people Ben this week teasing me about- today. I, he's he's they wanted something at karate. This is just a silly story, but I'm gonna tell you. Try to apply it to a larger thing. But the kids wanted something at karate, and I said. <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I'm not going to buy that. And he said, just being funny. There was nothing wrong with it. But he said, just being funny. He said, Aunt B, you are in a level of your own weirdness. And I, and I said, <laughs> then that is like the biggest compliment you can give me because the last thing I want to do is fit it. <laughs> and we were just joking about that, but not fun, just in a true sense. Yes, that is true. I'm in a level of my own weirdness, but, uh, but in a true sense, that's kind of I what don't want to fit in. That's kind of what that, we are. It now there was nothing in karate that was evil or bad, but but what was happening was what is happening in this world today is Christians who are so desperately trying not to offend mm-hmm. that they offend God. They are offending God. You're right. 
Sometimes, oh, and, and we just had this conversation this week now, you, those of you that don't know him, and I know Carolyn Howard is watching, Bill Barkas mm. had a tendency to say exactly what he thought, whether you liked it or whether you didn't, and it didn't mean he didn't like you tomorrow, he just said what he thought. We've lost that, because as church people... Well, I mean, you got to be careful yeah, with that. But, uh, true, but as church people, we should be able to say what we think and it not be offensive. I mean, we just, you have to be careful now, you have to step around <clears throat> and dance a little bit. But God said through the week, I'll, I will show myself strong. I will use the weak well, that's ones the to make things happen. That's my one, that's my security, launching four kids out into the world. Because I think, well, are they strong enough mm-hmm. to, to keep what we've taught them too. in a world that thinks that what I've taught them is completely evil and completely wrong? Will they be strong enough to stand up for the things of God in a world that is telling them that it's foolishness and it's it's outdated and I, and I but I read this about Philadelphia and he says you have just a little tiny bit of strength, but if you will give it to me, I'll I make you an overcomer. I'll, if you surrender to me, you won't ever surrender to the world. So, That's so, the thing. So what we started off with <clears> then was we talked about how when life changes, when those seismic events happen, mm-hmm. and you're no longer what you were. Do you right. have a little bit of strength? But do you have a little bit? Because whatever you got, that's what you got to use. And and that's all he asked for. It's it's the boy with the loaves and the fishes, mm-hmm. right? It's whatever you just got. give me what you have, mm-hmm. and then watch me go to town with that. Watch See, me now, work. To me, that's a great blessing, that. even as we're talking about that. Because myself, I struggle with what am I supposed to do now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but that kind of answers the question. It doesn't matter. I just give it to him and and through my weaknesses maybe something else will happen for somebody and, else and and I, I just want to say that one more time surrender to him is victory over everything else everything else i agree with that but we forget that we think it's got to be some big you know I, I mean i do i don't know if everybody is like me or I'm i think everybody's like own. you because i maybe, think maybe i have i weirdness. think Things are exactly the same as they've always been. That's <laughs> why I'm trying to say no. They'll never be the same. <laughs> and but I'm the, trying to say yes. But I think everybody is, feels but that. But the truth is, I think we're both right. I mean, personally, mm-hmm. things will never be the same. But through Christ and in <clears throat> His in His world and His doctrine, it never changes. It's always the same. So in, I think we're both kind of right. In the last chapter, we read about the last chapter we studied in Revelation. We read about the fact that Christ has a name nobody knows. Mm-hmm. He has a secret name. Guess who he gives it to? Those with a little bit of strength that surrender to him. He said, I'm going to give you my name, mm-hmm. my and secret name, it. my new name. I'll take it. I want to know what that name is, don't you? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give my little bit of strength just to, get to him. Name. Just to ha- What's that new name you got, Lord? What is that thing that I don't know about you yet that I'm going to love yeah. about yeah. who you are? Because he tells them, I've got a name nobody knows mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. But he told them, if you overcome, I'll give it to you. He also promised them new Jerusalem, which what are we reading about? That's where we're going. In 21 and 22, a new heaven and a new earth. And remember, I really think you should mark that. If you mark up your Bible in chapter 3, verse uh, 12, it says, I will write upon him my new name. Right? Sinner, Christian, and now we get a new name. I think that's wonderful. I love it. Mm-hmm. I well, too. that white stone with your new name on it, that was Smyrna. I, I can't even remember what thing. I just said, but we get a new name, but Christ has a new name. And we get that one too. And and you get to know that, which mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that ain't a little thing. That's no. a big thing. No. Because he won't even tell John what it and is I guess when he writes a, the And book. I guess that's a good part. That's a good point in scripture. Sometimes mm-hmm. you read over things quick and you go, ah, yeah, I knew mm-hmm. that. But no, 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 stop. 
It's like the story yeah. you told about the minister that was on the plane and he was trying mm-hmm. to avoid somebody and he got out his Bible so he could read and he wouldn't have to talk to them because he didn't want to talk to them. And what was the verse? What was it he said? The Lord is my the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Hey there, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Matt. The Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. And that's what he was reading. He was going to read it real fast. And he fast. kept trying to read it real fast, really, just to avoid talking to mm-hmm. this person. But what he got, what he found out is when you realize what you're saying, the Lord is my shepherd, mm-hmm. there's blessings right there that can't, he couldn't even, you know, he starts crying and ends up talking to the guy anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Winning him to the Lord. The last church is the church of Laodicea. Lukewarm versus dedicated. Boy, I hate that church. <clears throat> I, I see that church a lot. Um, the thing that Revelation does, I mean, I, I wrote down, we talked about, we've had seven seals. I wrote down what they were so you would know. We've had seven trumpets and seven bowls of judgment. And we Disease. We've those too, yep. War, famine, death. Uh, we we've seen martyrs crying out for God to to, to do something, to do something gonna, for, to about us? what's going to happen. We've seen earthquakes and the sun, moon, and stars destroyed. Mm-hmm. Water poisoned and water turned to blood. We've seen hail and fire. We've seen a mountain that comes out and hits mm-hmm. the earth and mm-hmm. and causes all kinds of chaos. A meteor, perhaps. We see fresh water, even Destroy. that resource taken away. We see further chaos in the sun, moon, and stars. We see thunders and a final huge battle and all these things that happen. And here is what all of it's about. There's no place for anyone to be lukewarm anymore that's true you are either fully dedicated to being an enemy of god right Mm -hmm. or you are fully dedicated to christ himself Mm -hmm. not religion not tradition not what your mom said but you're fully dedicated to the lord or you are fully his enemy Mm -hmm. all these events make that happen Mm mm-hmm each one makes the line of division clearer. Mm-hmm. And he, and right? on purpose, in his grace and mercy and love, it doesn't sound like it when he's it is out grace and mercy and wrath, love. But that's what he's doing. That is exactly he's what he's doing. He's making it to the point where you can't say, he says, oh, I didn't know, so I just, oh, this is why I did it. No, <clears> you've <throat> got to make a call. What's it going to be? He says to the Church of Laodicea, because I'd rather you were cold. Because then I'd have a chance to reach you. I'd rather you were hot and on fire for God. But yep. because you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out. You won't be allowed to stay there. There is no middle ground. No, you either are or you're not. And it's time to... There is no middle ground. Kate's always telling me, put on my big girl panties and come on. That's exactly or, or man up. we got to man up. we got to stop this nonsense where I'm I'm suffering for you, so I'm going to do that. Just stop. The, the uh, Make, Church of Laodicea, we talked about, he talked about him being blind. Mm-hmm. You're and poor. You're blind. And okay? And, and I want you to know that what did the beast do? The beast, the deception, the lies, the, it, the, we had that whole chapter where we talked about being able to, to discern a truth from a lie and how they'll lose mm-hmm. the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. They won't they be able to. They'll lie and be damned. They'll be under strong delusion. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That, will sense that blindness. Delusion. That's what it says. That's what happens in the end. And it says that the reward for those who don't stay lukewarm, the reward for those that dedicate themselves wholly to God. I will grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also Do you even realize what he's saying? And sat think about when you think about God and his holiness, his perfection, the fact that we couldn't even look on him and live. We couldn't touch the mountain where his presence was speaking to Moses, that they had to keep the animals from coming near the mountain because they, they would, would die. die. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, and you think about 
how holy and perfect and righteous God is. And then I'm going to sit with him on mm-hmm. his throne. I'm going to be close enough to touch him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in my presence and it's going to be okay. And he's the light of that city. And there Do you know what now. I mean? Mm-hmm. What's he saying to them? Lukewarm Bitch doesn't exist Mm-mm. in the end. You think that that's where you can stay, but you can't. Mm-mm. You're you're not going to stay there. And he also reminds right? this lukewarm group, as many as I love, <clears throat> I chasten. I mm-hmm. rebuke and chasten. So when he's on, you got to grow. You got to yeah. You don't get to baby fly around and say I don't. I don't want to do that. Right? He says that. So now let's read twenty one and see how far we get. Well, we're gonna get and to understand four, that four's already made me cry. Th- all day, this is so. the part I have to say. Every single thing you promised, he kept. He, did. he kept. And Every he single reward he said he'd give them is he there. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's the same for you and me, and it's the same for all generations until and we see it. It'll be the same the one for the ones that come after us. That's exactly right. So, does everything same. stay the same? Sort of. <laughs> I mean, his word stays the same, right? It, nothing, there are nothing, things that never change. There are things that don't change. We change. We need yeah. to be changing. If we're staying the same, we've got a problem, right? right. His word's not going to change. Right. Good job. 21, chapter 21, verse 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Comment? No? And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Um, You probably better read four. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things have passed away. Now there's something new. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's a now new there's thing. something new. That's a new thing. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I, I make all things new. new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And don't you love it? That It's kind of like his signature at the end of that statement. These are mm-hmm. true and faithful. And I can't read verse 4 because that just, I, I fall apart every time I read it. But what a wonderful promise. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful gift from God to let you know in advance these are the things that are true and faithful. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And he said unto me, it is done. It is done. I am Alpha. I, I, I was the beginning of it. I am Omega. Omega. I'm, I'm the, the end, end of, of it. it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. The beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. Mm-hmm. He that overcome. I wonder how good the water tastes after the water's been messed up for so long. And pure, completely pure. Right? Mm. He that overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But, but the, the fearful, fearful. This is the part that I was talking about earlier. The fearful and unbelieving and abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters. And this is the one that should make everybody go, huh, all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Mm-hmm. Fearful. Why, why is fearful a problem? 
So it, because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Right? Fearful. Fe- I don't have perfect. to be afraid if I trust Him. I don't have to be afraid if I believe Him. Perfect He's told love. me the end from the beginning. Perfect love casts out all fear. Mm-hmm. His love is perfect, so it should take care of our fear and unbelieving. I mean, there's so many things. I could, I could have a lesson on each one of these verses, oh, yeah. I think. Couldn't you? I could stop and talk about so, it. And I, there's some things that I'd like to, but I also just want to read this chapter. I just want to hear... It is how it's, it ends, and how, and how beautiful it is. What he has well, to say to us in twenty one. So we can't leave. We can't leave without First Corinthians chapter six, right? Did you have that marked? No. First Corinthians chapter six says all the things that aren't going to be there. I believe six nine. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And then Paul adds, and such were you. Such were you. But ye are washed. <laughs> but you are washed. But ye are, are sanctified. But ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the because Spirit. Because you know of our what? God. If the list didn't have a so were you, yeah. I'm out. That's right. That's You're exactly out. The point. Everybody listening to me is out. Nobody's going. That's exactly to that, the, the new point. heaven and new earth. That's exactly But he said, but point. you've been made whole right. by the blood of Jesus and Christ. You, don't you have, have to, been redeemed. Right. And that's why it's so important that's that what you stick you to this. And were. To it, right? I love that. That's, that's why, what you were. That's why you can't leave that mm-hmm. out. And some of you were that, but you're not now. Not now. So, verse nope. 9. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues. And you already talked about what those mm-hmm. were. Just for quick, what were they? Can you go real quick what they were? Yes, because I wrote it down. I wouldn't be without it. <laughs> the seven last plagues were? Just one minute. Hail, fire, and blood. Huge mountain that falls into the sea. Fresh water destroyed as well. Sun, moon, and stars. Day and night all messed up. Then there's a whoa. (laughs) And then after that, demonic locust hordes. That's a good one. And then you have another demonic horde on horseback with lion's hair and huge teeth. But you said that. I know. I'm sorry, but it's true. And then you have the final judgment. And it's not funny at all. With an enormous earthquake. Mm-hmm. And the final Such as battle, never been from the world where Jesus Christ rules and reigns. I know it sounds wild because you know what? It's, it's going wild. To be wild. And those demons that are in that set, in the sixth one, that demonic horde, but they're released out of the river Euphrates that drives up. Mm-hmm. And these, mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, we've been over a lot of stuff and a lot of wild things we've talked about, and it, we only laugh because wow. Yeah. But, but the truth the is, you said it funny, but it is not funny. It's not funny at all. It's not funny. And I'm not laughing at it. I totally no, believe that's going to no. happen, but I'm not going to have to see it. And the so judgment's not going to be on me. Watch what this angel says. Watch what this so. angel does. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues. So this, mm-hmm. this guy this comes guy's over been to about John. doing really yeah. wild things. And talked with me, me being John, saying, Come hither. Can you just see him holding like this horrible stuff? Like, yeah. And he's like, Hey. You want me to show you something cool? <laughs> no. Because that's what the next verse is. Would you like to see the lamb's wife? Can't be scared. But he's, like, he's just doing what God has him to do. That, that, I don't know why I Come have hither. a sense of humor that's inappropriate at times. I will okay. show thee the bride, Let the me lamb's show wife. you the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. 
And I think the reason, part of the reason this is funny, not funny, we're not laughing because the scripture's funny. No, but I need a little relief. We do, <laughs> but don't you think that's why? Because we've it been is reading why. for months about these this wrath of God and how horrible it's going to be and how... You know, and it's kind of like this kind of, like for me. I couldn't wait to get to chapter 21. It was like for me when we, when you open up the heavens yeah. and I look and there he is on his horse coming in with it. It's like, finally. <sighs> okay. Finally. And, and it, there's such a relief in that. Yeah. But then he says, and he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain, showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. Verse 11. Having the glory Don't of go God. Don't go too fast. And her light was likened to a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. And I ha- and had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. You know, there's 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 interesting. There's a bunch of reasons to have gates. <laughs> to let people in, to keep people well, out. Well, well, but there ain't nobody to keep out. Mm-mm. That's done. That's over. To so keep out things that order. might harm you. That's over. That's gone. To, to shore up something that's crumbling or falling apart, that's, that's over, good. right? That's but also there, there's, there's a reason to build gates that is for beauty. That is for, it's not so much to keep things out, but to envelop those things that are within. Mm-hmm. That's a, what the walls are for real, too, I think. Secure, not secure from all the bad things. Secure in the presence of God. Secure in the eternity or here with is, Him. Here is what you were this promised. Is what, this is your. This is not gift. a ethereal cloud city. You know, this has foundations and walls point. and gates. That's a good point because a right? lot of people say heaven is, you know, it's just a, um, it's not really a real place. It is just a state of mind. Right. Uh, a imaginary you know we don't really have bodies we just float about as little now this place has foundations it has walls it has gates it has substance it It has has elements it it has has trees it has has water (laughs) it this is a place that is a real place and he said we really are going to be there right and he's really going to be there. and he said i went to prepare your place a place a real a real place not just a mm, i don't know so the people that i've lost in the last five years more our church has just had a lot. a lot of that happened. I'm, I'm sure we're not the only one. But it, those people are real people in a real place right now, mm-hmm. waiting this time to be with us all together with Christ mm-hmm. in New, New Jerusalem. And They're safe and deposited. But they are in the presence of God right now, really, mm-hmm. with real substance and a real God who mm-hmm. keeps them there. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't, I don't, this is not, I'm not here because this is a nice thought or a good book. Mm-mm. No. I'm here because this is real. And the Bible says the reason you know it is real is the down payment of the Holy Spirit, the earnest mm-hmm. of, of the, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. You mm-hmm. know it because you know Him, mm-hmm. and He's good to His word on everything He's told you so far. He's told you is right. So why wouldn't I believe about what He's telling me is coming in the future? Unless you want to be like some of the right? the scientific people who change their mind every five minutes, right? But He doesn't change. But his can mind. you just imagine? Though, I mean, we we're seeing so all this thing that John has seen. John's the same, just like us, right? He's, he's just a person. All these horrible things. Now let me show you In a this. vision. Now let right? me show you this. Yeah, you want to see the bride's this. wife? Look at this. Can you and what does a bride look like? I mean the bride and I'm There's also that. something to the fact that this last this angel holding this last plague is not doing this because this is a horrible angel who likes to torture people. This angel is sent to prepare this place for John and the children of God from all of history to be in. He's carrying out this judgment of God. 
and he's doing what he's supposed to be doing so you can have this. Mm-hmm. And what does it say at the beginning? Right? So you can see, so you know, so you have some idea what's going on, what's go- how, it, how the patterns are, are coming through. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine, John, can you imagine? I mean, I, I, I said it again. I, I said it before, I'll say it again. I know I'm repeating myself, but when you saw him show up on the white horse with King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and you know we're here. It's like in a movie when you know, finally, here mm-hmm. it is. There's my hero. But here's, but here's John. And he's, he already know, he's seen that. But now look what he sees. John says, but the tabernacle of God is with men. Tabernacle was the place they met with God when they mm-hmm. walked through the wilderness. It was covered with skin. Mm-hmm. It is the picture of Jesus Christ physically in flesh on earth. It is mm-hmm. what we're told he tabernacled with us when he came down in Bethlehem mm-hmm. and walked among us for three and a half, mm-hmm. 33 and mm-hmm. a half years. Mm-hmm. That's who's with us. J- John knows him. Mm-hmm. He the knows tabernacle, yes. he knows. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he's tabernacle. He's, he he's with us with again on yeah. the earth. Yeah. This new heaven. But then what else does he do? He shows him the gates where there's three on each side, each of the four winds of the world, the four north, south, east, west. Mm -hmm. He takes a golden reed, verse 15, and he measures the city and the gates and the wall. He did that in Ezekiel, too. Mm -hmm. He did that in Ezekiel. We already kind of know that. Mm -hmm. We know it's coming. So that just makes it better. So it it was true in Ezekiel. And it's good And it's true when John wrote it. And it's true right this minute. And it's it's true true in the future. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, verse 17, and he measured the wall thereof a hundred and forty and four cubits according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. So him, the angels, and How the man. Is the angel's so? cubit? I don't Same, know. Well, okay. right. Yeah. And, and the building of the wall, <clears throat> verse 18, and the building of the wall of it was of jasper. The city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. And here we go through the precious stones, the foundations. The twelve gates. Well, are 12 I mean, pearls. when you read that, though, they're the same exact stones that were on the, the priest's garment. Mm-hmm. The the priest who stood before God in the holy of holies and said, "Here's the blood of the offering that you ask us to give. Can you take away the sin?" And they met with the presence of God. Guess what? Mm-hmm. That built this city. Mm-hmm. The faith to do what God said built the city and it's so and it, is and it was so a picture pure. of the great high priest who is ruling this city right all and the it, way through and it is the church who accepted christ right. who's in this city. so, we so still it's have, all the same so thing. we kept our promises from genesis to the to abraham mm-hmm. those promises of the 12 tribes that's in how your about case. before genesis he was the lamb slain from the, the foundation, foundation of the world. world. Absolutely. So he was there. He was at the fall, right? That right? Your, your seed's going to, mm-hmm. right? But in that city, that prepared, beautiful bride, that wonderful, that you can't even... From even God you, out of heaven. From God mm-hmm. out of heaven. That's huge. I mean, remember, this is the city <clears throat> whose breadth and height and width is the same breadth and height and length is the same 1500 miles wide from Maine 1500 to miles long from Maine to Florida Maine to Florida 1500 miles high right I mean this is a four square city can you imagine John go on huh. no well, I you can't. can't even can, you, I can't imagine John because I can't imagine it now you can't even envision it when you start I can't going see it now from that's Maine just the city <laughs> that's not the new earth that's not that's just that. the new city the new Jerusalem mm-hmm. coming from God out of heaven that pure gold City and clear as glass because yeah. there is no impurity anywhere, and we don't know anything that doesn't have impurity. We don't know that. We can't even imagine that. We drove to Cincinnati the other day. Adam and I are going to Cincinnati, and we we're driving in there, and we get to that one place on the on the skyline where you see all those beautiful, and you see the reds, 
right? Mm-hmm. And, and you go a little further and you see the thing, and we're like, that is so beautiful. This doesn't even come, that don't even compare. I, I don't even know how to envision what John is telling us he's, mm-hmm. that God has given him a vision mm-hmm. of when he tells us about this new city. But John notices something. You know? Really, you got to watch what John, so sometimes it's what you see, but what you don't see is in verse 22. And John says, and I saw no temple therein. Don't right? need it. For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. They, they always have been. And the city but we had couldn't no handle need, it. And watch, the city had no need of the sun or the moon. Why? Because we don't need shine. it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Mm-hmm. And the nations of them which are saved, and notice that word saved, and I think that's important because I've heard Rick preach about that word, and I've heard other ministers preach about that word. Yeah, you got to be born again. Yeah, you got to be what saved. It is. And and it's well, we don't use that terminology. Well, you better because we want to save ourselves is why we don't and use we that terminology, right? and you cannot do it. And then verse twenty four says, You've "And the nations rescued. of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor to it." And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day. You know why? For there, because we don't need no to. Night. There's no enemy to come in the gate at all. You right. can go in and out as you please in safety and in peace, mm-hmm. because there is no enemy. There is no enemy. The enemy's there's, been cast into a lake of fire. There's none of that well, evil things that we've already talked there's about. Not, no there's no. There's no. None of that enemy. stuff is there. And they shall bring verse oh, verse 25. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. Just as a humorous little note, can I tell? Te- Ben's little story. Oh, I don't know. His humorous little thing where we were saying prayers the other night. He spent the night and we were saying prayers. And I said, and as we went through the thank yous, and I said, and go and tell, and God, please walk over and tell Papa all good night. And when he said amen, Ben went, did you know that there's no night in heaven? And I said, yes. And he said, kind of messed that one up, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Ben is quite a theologian. He won't let you get away with anything, that's for sure. <laughs> but that's good. I want yeah. him to do that. I want he him is. to be able to spot that. Verse 26, and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. So everything that we are brings glory to God if we've used it yeah. the right way, right? Because you've little been bit, fully dedicated and fully surrendered by this brings point. the glory. Right. Yeah. And there shall in no wise, verse 27, just as a reminder, and there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defiles, defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Me. Me. Right? Any, those, that's, that's who gets thing. to come in. Don't get to lie. No lying. No abomination. Nothing that's going to hurt or harm or destroy. Mm-mm. It's gone. And we only got to 22. So we have one more week. That's okay. And I'm glad we have one more week because we get to celebrate more about the new heaven and the new earth. And guess what is in verse 22 or chapter 22? Red letters. Mm-hmm. Because, because the living Lord Jesus is speaking. He's being quoted Let me by just John. say, when I, when I quote the kids for saying things about Scripture, I say that in honor to their parents. I'm glad that they know what the Bible says. I'm glad. That Ben knows about heaven and, you know, that the kids know. I'm glad that we're t- doing that. Our Sunday school teachers, our people in our church, it's, it's important to teach these kids. They're not going to hear it anywhere else. I just want to say, Muhammad didn't write much after he died. 
<laughs> no, I'm <it> just saying. <laughs> no other religious leader in the world has had a lot to say after, after they were that. buried. <laughs> but right. Jesus Christ speaks at the end of the book of Revelation. Because he speaks he's, he's in a dead. living form to mm -hmm. John, mm -hmm. and he tells him of things to come. Mm -hmm. You serve a risen, living Savior who's able to do everything he promised. Not only has he, he will. Mm -hmm. Right? And you can trust it and you can count on it. Mm -hmm. And it's time that we started having faith in that instead of running cowardly. I'm a big fan of let's, let's get behind this and let's mean what we say. So, anything you want to say to anybody who might have been joining us for the first time? Or a new baby Christian? I'm going to that say... That was probably a lot. If this is the first time <laughs> you've ever watched this... That might be a lot. That was a lot. But I'm going to say that this to the lot. older Christians. So, stop. <clears throat> stop. Just stop. Stop doing all the things that you do that are doubtful, that are fearful, that are Compromise. you know, compromising, that are stretching the truth just to make a point and feel sorry for me. Going I mean, along to get along. Go, Yeah. It's time to stop that because this is too serious. This is too real. This is too important to play games. Stop you want it. your children and your grandchildren and your neighbors and your family members and the people you work with and the people in your community to be in that city with you. Mm-hmm. The, the, Can you that, imagine that what serious. kind of community that's going to be? How wonderful no. it will be! It's to hard for me to even think about the words. I can't saying. even picture the city, uh -uh. but can you imagine being with people that? Because I immediately all... say, I don't belong in a city like that. I told you that before when we taught this in Sunday school a while back. I said, the minute I read about that city, I think, then I can't go because I'll mess it all up. Because I know what I am, mm -hmm. but I get to go by the blood of Christ. And if you maybe are having that same reaction, you're like, nothing defiling, nothing mean, nothing that's a lie. And you're thinking, well, then I can't go because I know that I'm not, I'm not like that. And that's the but point. But that's what the blood of Christ makes that's us. That's what the point is to know that we've you're been not. cleansed and we've been forgiven. We're not and we've going been sanctified and we've been made holy. And that's literally what the great tribulation is about. For those believers, especially Jew Jewish believers that have gone through that situation, God has made them dedicated and holy. And that's what the church has gone through since the beginning. Mm -hmm. That process of him bringing you to yourself and making, hey, you want to see the lamb's wife? Mm -hmm. That's, that's what the angel imagine. goes. He's like, you want to see what Jesus can do with those sinners? With that what he can do that with the, that little bit of strength they gave him? Look at that. Mm-hmm. And look, and you and can't, then I and get we to be can't there. even imagine it. We just go look at it and <clears throat> we can't even put it in pictures. Because I'm not there yet, but I know it's true. All right. Thank you for joining us. We will try to finish up Revelations next week. We may or may not. And it's Revelation, not Revelations. I keep, I keep doing, doing that, that too. too. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, join us. If you have, we have church tomorrow morning. If you have a church to go to, get at it. If you don't, come to ours. We'll gladly make you welcome. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us.